the biggest thing I learned from that, it was so much easier once I started. I got it to a point where it was valuable to someone, but I started letting people use it, getting some feedback on that and ultimately building off of that feedback. This is the naked truth about real estate investing. Your host, Javier, has already been through all the brain damage of this business, so you don't have to go through it. That way, you're not exposed to all of the risk of losing your shirt or getting caught with your pants down. So let's dive into another No BS episode right now. Hello, everybody. My name is Javier Hinojo. And today on the show, I have Ryan Barone. I think I pronounced that properly. He is with Rent Ready. Yes, Rent Ready, R-E-D-I, Rent, R-E-D-I. I was doing some research on his company. It is really, really cool. I believe as you have over $4 billion worth of assets as far as landlords, the customers putting their properties on your software. I don't want to screw it up. I'm not a super techie guy. I love an easy button. If I, I don't have a tattoo, but if I had a tattoo, it'd be of a big, big easy button that I can just push. So I'd rather have you explain it. But before you explain about your business and talk about how you help landlords and how somebody, I'm a little older than you, right? So being older helps for credibility. You say, hey, being younger, you know, helps with innovation. So you get, you can merge both of them, right? So that's, that, that's pretty neat. So, but first what I want to know is something about your family, what you do for fun and uh, professional background or bio. Sure. sure thing. So family, I grew up in upstate New York. One thing I like to do for fun is play basketball. It's a little bit hard living in New York and being in January, can't find too many uh, outdoor courts with people on them in this weather. All right. Can you dunk I'll a basketball? Take it anytime. Can you dunk a basketball? I can't. I tried uh, a year or so ago. There was a dunk program. I, I tried for about eight weeks. Uh, I got a few extra inches, but still, still not dunking. I don't think it's going to happen. All right, all right, okay. <laughs> and then a little bit about myself. Like I said, I grew up in, in upstate New York around Albany, went to Pace University in New York City, double majored in economics and math, minored in computer science. I uh, started working at Goldman Sachs and PricewaterhouseCoopers initially. And uh, that first internship was really the first time I, I moved out of my dorms and went to go get my first apartment, all excited to rent for the first time and went through what has, I mean, turned into my life's work at this point, which was uh, just trying to rent an apartment as a tenant and uh, going through that process and having a, a difficult time with the application process and initially building an app myself for myself and friends to apply to apartments and realizing uh, there was this massive group of underserved landlords that were trying to manage their properties themselves. And I was seeing from the tenant side that ultimately wanted that not just in the application sense, but all across the board and in, in collecting rent and maintenance and, and listings and everything that goes into managing a property easier. And so have grown now for the last six years, serving more of those landlords all across the US and honestly loving it all along the way. Awesome. Okay. So you graduated from college. You want to get your internship and then you're like, okay, I got to rent my apartment. And it was like, okay, well, what are all these steps? Everybody has different processes, right? Everybody had different right. applications. I'm trying to remember when I rented an apartment a long time ago, but I remember that everywhere I went, you know, it was a little bit different, but the biggest shock for me when I rented my first apartment was I got a water bill mm-hmm. and I'm like, what? I got to pay this. It's not free. I thought water was free, but anyways, <laughs> definitely not free. So just out of necessity, you said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to create an app, make it easy for everybody. And for my friends. And then, so just tell me about how this evolved, right? Like, okay, I'll do this. When did it click saying, you know what? I think this is something that real estate market landlords, real estate investors need. Yeah. You know, 
it really clicked when landlords started coming back to me and saying, you know, our side is just as bad, if not worse. Managing all of these applications coming in, getting checks in the mail, getting phone calls in the middle of the night for maintenance and having no idea, you know, how bad of a leaking sink is it? Is destroying the kitchen floor? Can you throw a bowl under it and I can come tomorrow? Give me so you know a video or something to see this. And and I quickly realized what was happening was this divide in real estate where you had these larger property management companies a lot of the time that had more assets under them and more ability to get access to this software. And you had a ton of these more independent landlords that were you know, juggling full-time jobs and were buying real estate as their way to achieve whatever you know, financial freedom meant for them, put a kid through college, retire early, just live a little bit better. And ultimately they were being told basically use spreadsheets. And so they wanted something. And that was really kind of the clicking moment was having, I mean, at this point, thousands and thousands of conversations with landlords where they were sharing their own individual stories about issues they were having, you know, in their specific area in Texas or their specific area in, in New York or Massachusetts and figuring out, okay, how do we make this work for everyone so that everyone has access to something that ultimately lets them manage this real estate that they spent a lot of time analyzing and finding and purchasing um, without pulling their hair out or going gray in the process, you know? Awesome. So we're going to dive a little more in that because I'm going to have you explain exactly what you guys do or just a kind of a big picture, right? But you're telling me, I just just heard the word spreadsheet. And every time somebody says spreadsheet, my my, my skin just starts to, you know, I get chills, right? Because I'm not a spreadsheet person. True story. I have a friend who he has like 2,500 units and he owns a lot, a big chunk of it. Not like, hey, I own 2,500 units and I own 1%, right? But he owns a pretty big chunk. And uh, I was asking him like a year and a half ago, I said, hey, how do, you, how do you run your business? Like what kind of software are you using? And he's like, spreadsheets. I'm like, what? Spreadsheets? It's got to be an easier way, man. He's like, you know, he's, he's just old school. He's like, nah, spreadsheets. I'm like, man, I'm not a tech guy, but I would definitely, spreadsheets help. Well, you got to come up with something better than spreadsheets. 2,500 units, right? So that was very interesting. But imagine 2,500 units. It's having five rentals, right? Having three rentals, having seven rentals, and having everything systematized, it can kind of take over your life, especially if you, know, if, you know, if you have some issues going on. So tell me what rent ready is and kind of in a big picture, and how do you help investors like the ones listening to our podcast? Yeah. So in a big picture, it is automating a lot of the manual tasks that you would typically have to do on your own, basically giving you oversight over that, but but streamlining it. And that goes from one end of the lease to the other. So listing out your properties to different places to getting in pre-qualifications and applications and running your screening. And finally, you have a good tenant. You can electronically lease sign through the platform. You can set them up on auto pay, set up all your auto late fees. So you know it does what you would do, but you don't have to do it. Just look at it. It lets tenants submit. They have a mobile app on their phone that lets them submit maintenance requests with a video. So you actually can see what's wrong. How bad is it? What do I need to bring to fix this or send somebody to fix this? And then communicate with them throughout the lease so that ultimately at the end, they're hopefully happy and re-signing. And if they're not, you know, we're there to help you basically list it back out and, and get your next good tenant. It pretty much solves their pain points from listing it out, pre-qualifying, applying, running their screenings and getting a good tenant. Once they're in, they can collect their rent. The tenant sets up their auto fee, uh, uh, auto pay. The landlord can set up their auto late fees. So, you know, you have all the oversight, but you're not manually entering all of that stuff or recording it all on, on spreadsheets or pen and paper. 
The tenants have a mobile app so they can submit their maintenance videos just through the app and you can see what the actual issue is and either fix it yourself or send somebody to fix it and then communicate with them on the platform so that ultimately at the end of the lease, they're either happy and re-signing with you or we're helping you list that out and get the next great tenant in there. So they're not going to take a picture, take a video and then forward it to the property manager and the property manager sends it over to the maintenance guy. And then one has an iPhone, one has a flip phone and, you know, and uh, that's like a long process, right? So that's super cool how they can just take a video and say, hey, my dishwasher doesn't start. You're like, oh, flip the switch on the countertop. (laughs) Something like that. That's something that's simple, right? Yeah. I mean, like that video honestly came from landlords on the platform. One in particular, I remember came to us and said, Hey, you know, like water isn't water. There's a big difference between leaking sink that's destroying my kitchen floor. And I'll get out of bed at 2 AM to make sure that doesn't destroy my property or something that's a little drip. You can throw a bowl under. So give me a video. Let me see what it actually looks like. So I can determine how severe is this issue. And from there I can have a better idea of, you know, how critical is it? Do I get out of bed or not? Uh, I might even be able to see if this is with the faucet up top or the pipe underneath. I might know what parts I need to bring, especially in a time like COVID now. Some yep. landlords have even started purposing that for uh, what parts to even bring. Yeah, that's super cool. So my next question would be, who is this at for, right? Is it for somebody who's got five units, one unit, a hundred units? Like what's your ideal customer, right? Or, or a client? Yeah. I don't know if that was just total chance, but what, the range you just gave was actually spot on for what I normally give people. It goes... As, as small as one single family home, we have a lot of landlords that have that all the way up to, I typically say hundred units. Um, we certainly have some landlords that say, I don't care if it wasn't designed for my size. It's good experience for me. It's good experience for the tenant. And they, they go above that range, but definitely skewing closer to the, the lower end of that range of units and, and probably one to a hundred is what I normally tell people is that's great what because we really designed it for. That's going to be your base of your client base. You know what I mean? There's right. only so many people that own 10 or more units or a hundred or more units, right? Or doors, mm-hmm. right? The majority are going to be around 10, below 10, most likely. I don't know your business, but I would assume that majority of your clients have less than 10. That's yeah, a lot do. And, and, and I mean, going back to your point on spreadsheets, I mean, like your friend may have the access to with 2,500 units to some software that, that will meet with them. A lot of software is out there. If you're at 10 units, one unit, three units, they won't even get on the phone and talk to you. And that's, yeah, you know, to me, I don't, I don't want it to be that way. So it's, uh, it's exciting when we can provide something that ultimately is helpful for people. Yeah. And it's, it's not cost effective, right? If you got uh, right. three units and you're trying to buy this robust system, it's just not going to, it's just not, not cost effective. So for sure, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, learn more about your company, where do they go? Renready, renready.com, R-E-N-T-R-E-D-I. We, uh, spell it wrong because we're a startup and we have to you know, mess something up along the way. But that's the place. We have live chat. We have phone numbers on there. We've basically built the platform based on talking with people and, and designing cool. it based on that. So honestly, if you just want to come say hello, I'd appreciate it. I like it. Hey, look, misspelling words, that's my specialty. I'm not the best at spelling words. True story. My uncle started a woodworking business, Rudy's uh, Woodwork. I'm mm-hmm. in North Carolina. So this, this is a lot of people are not going to understand this. There's a wrestler in North Carolina that would always go, woo, woo. I'm not going to say his name because if you're in from North Carolina. You know exactly who I'm talking about. Every time there's a football game or a hockey game, he comes on the screen, he goes, woo, right? So my uncle, he made a wood uh, sign for his business and he, he forgot the letter D and he posted it on social media. You know, and everybody who's here, like you know, the guys that are from North Carolina, or they're all like, woo, woo. They're all excited because they thought he did it on purpose, like before the North Carolina 
wrestler, but he actually right. misspelled the word woo wood. So it was woo, which Rudy's woo working. So like, woo. anyways, that probably wasn't the best story ever, but it is funny. So it's not a bad thing if you misspell something, but uh, I like it. R E D I rent ready. So that's pretty neat. Now, another thing about you that I saw here that uh, you play the drums and the guitar. Yes, and I was told that uh, you were going to do a solo. No, you know, Unfortunately, they don't appreciate you drumming in a New York City apartment. So I don't have one in this apartment right now. But if I did next time, maybe the next show, we'll do a, awesome. we'll All right. do a recap. Okay. Well, then we'll bring it back to uh, back to the app. Where are you, your clients, right? Where's yeah. this app available? All 50 states? Uh, only some states? Or where are you at right now? Yeah, all 50 states. So uh, the only restriction we have right now is we don't go outside the US, but we have landlords actively managing all 50 states, Virgin Islands, Guam. Uh, so all over. Wow. Super cool. So this is the naked truth about real estate investing. And you're talking about an app. So I'm going to ask you this question. What was the biggest mistake you made on building this app? What would you mm -hmm. say it would be? Okay. So in the early days, right, you know, building this out in the very beginning of our, our only developer for a long time, I've grown a lot as a team since then, and I'm, I'm lucky for it. But in the beginning, I just, I wanted it to be absolutely perfect. And I, I think probably a lot of people listening could probably feel the same way when they were looking for their first property. If, they, if they've already bought their first one and you get into that analysis paralysis, you just, you want it to be absolutely perfect. And so, yeah, in the early days, I just, I wanted it to be flawless before I let anyone use it. And uh, the biggest thing I learned from that was it was so much easier once I started, got it. I got it to a point where it was valuable to someone, but I started letting people use it, getting some feedback on that and ultimately building off of that feedback. And that loop never ends. I mean, it's been over six years now and it's not stopping anytime soon. Uh, that's, that's cool. Well, you know, sometimes you keep aiming, 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 right? And then you just never shoot. So sometimes you just got to exactly. go shoot and then adjust as you're going along, right? Because I bet you, you got a lot of feedback from your clients, right? Hey, this will work. Maybe something you thought was going to, people were going to use, don't even use it. And right. they spent so much time and energy trying to build it out and nobody used it. Just like my kid's playground that I spent like two weekends putting it together and they never played. I was so pissed. Anyways, <laughs> kind of different, but you know. <laughs> no, it's the same though. I mean, it's so true. In the early days, you have to guess a little bit, but once you have some people using it, they'll tell you. Like I saw, I think you had some properties in, in uh, Texas and, and honestly, the, uh, the ability to block partial payments or block payments for a tenant came from a landlord in Texas that wouldn't have been an idea I would have thought on my own, but they came to me and said, hey, I'm collecting rent on the platform. My tenant pays even $1, resets the eviction clock. I either need them to pay me in full or not pay me, but they can't pay me $1. So give me a way to block partial payments on a tenant by tenant basis. And we rolled it out overnight, had that set up for them so that they could handle that and ultimately you know, handle either getting their rent on that or getting a, a new tenant in there. That is uh, very interesting because that is true. That is true, by the way. So you get some kind of payment. Well, most states, yeah, check your state. They, it resets the uh, eviction. So just talk to your attorney about that. So Ryan, thank you so much for being on the show. And now it brings me to the best part of the show. Mm -hmm. And uh, you already kind of know what coming was coming. So it won't be such I a surprise. I mean, I know, I know the segment, but I have no idea what you're going to ask. That's the All terrible. Right. Well, that, yeah, that, that's the cool part, right? <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me bring that up. Oh, this is nice. All right. Here we go. First question for Ryan. Is he a robot programmer or is he a real person? All right. Let's roll. How do you feel about pineapple on your pizza? Absolutely not. It can't happen. <laughs> 
No pineapple on your pizza? Really? <laughs> hard, hard no for me. <laughs> All right. Hard no for you. Okay, great. Uh, that's fine. I, I like pineapple like, yes. and I like pizza, but not together. You know, they deserve right. their own that, setting. That is, uh, that is a good answer. All right. Let's go. Next question would be, oh, look at that. I think we got two food questions back to back. Your favorite food. That is a tough question because I do love food, but I think I would have to go with queso. I okay. really love queso, which works wow. out nicely because my, my girlfriend's from Texas. And so I get to go there and, and get some good tech, uh, Texas queso every now. Oh, that's right. So cheese, definitely love <laughs> yes. cheese. Awesome. Yes. All right. Last question for Ryan. Let's see what this roulette has in here. And I have four questions in here that I want to ask somebody, at least one of them, one of the times and that you had a girlfriend. So hopefully she listens to this podcast because the next question is, if you could take a celebrity on a date, who would it be? I mean, I have to pick her. She's a, she's a dancer. She tours the country. So, uh, okay. It's an easy answer. Look at that. For me. That was awesome. Look at that one. Appreciate Ryan being you, being a good sport and, uh, surviving the naked truth roulette. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So you should have your girlfriend listen to this because that was a good answer. Last time somebody asked me that question and my wife was outside my, my office. I'm actually at the house today, not at the office. And she heard my answer. Oh no. I came downstairs. She <laughs> didn't go so well. <laughs> I'm like, oops. Like, I guess you don't listen to the podcast. She's like, I do. But anyways, that was hilarious. Anyways, great. great answers. Thank you, Ryan. If I miss anything, let me know right now so we can throw it in here the last couple minutes. No, this has been great. I appreciate you having me on. That's awesome. So having Ryan on, young guy, got out of college, started an app because he had trouble trying to get an apartment. And that's how stuff happens. I don't know. How does somebody make queso, right? I don't know. Maybe they... They left milk, but I don't even know how you make queso, right? But somebody made cheeses on point because either a random accident or for necessity. That's how mostly everything happens in our life. I'm definitely going to check this app out because I know a lot of people who have a few single family uh, rentals. And the biggest thing that I get is just the management side, just trying to control different, different softwares. So very cool. I had not seen something like this. So thank you, Ryan, for being on the show, taking the uh, roulette questions and anybody needs to reach out to him, it's Rent Ready, R-E-D-I. I am Javier Hinojo, your host. Don't lose your shirt. Just as promised, I like to give out free stuff, some tools and tips that's actually helped me in my business. There's nothing out there like getting some free stuff that people have spent a lot of time and energy in putting together. It's like a referral. Somebody asked me for an electrician. You don't know what kind of brain damage I had to go through to give you this good referral for an electrician. You got to appreciate referrals from people, okay? because they went through a lot to find that one good person. So I'm going to give you my due diligence template for buying apartment buildings. It's attached to monday.com. It is an affiliate link, so they're going to send me a kickback. Not a lot, but a little bit. But you can either download it as an Excel, or you can put it on monday.com. Monday.com is pretty cool because it's a project management platform software. It's super cool. I use it all the time for my social media, for my team, tracking deals, doing tasks. For everybody, it's, uh, it's actually pretty good. You can track construction. It's a project management platform. It's a really cool Monday, like the day, monday.com. So my due diligence checklist is there for free for you. This has been The Naked Truth. Our mission is to give it to you raw. If you got value from this episode, you're invited to leave an honest written review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.